0: Hi, you're listening to VIA's POVIA podcast, where we share our point of view on how brands can make the most of the latest in tech, media, and culture. If you're looking for fresh perspectives on the world of advertising beyond the front pages of your favorite news outlets, you're listening to the right podcast. Today, you'll hear a few different voices. You'll hear Scott, head of planning, Lane, head of innovation and technology, Loro, executive creative director, KT, copywriter, and me, Leo, I'm a planner. So in 2022, Crocs' revenue was $3.95 billion. And then Lane, you might say, how does that compare to other sandal companies? <laughs> and I'd say Birkenstock for that same year is $1.24 billion. Crocs seems to be doing quite well. KT, let's talk about
1: your story.
2: I went into this with the opinion that Crocs are something I kind of think of as like nihilist core um of just being a shoe that people wear because we just feel like the world is ending and nothing fucking matters um that it's kind of like almost funny it's like an ironic you know detached thing to wear it's the anti shoe yeah but in in researching it i've found so many interesting takes on this that kind of confirm this sad beliefs that I had uh, in the first place and how they're basically like a meme shoe and essentially yeah um, like there have been actual papers written about you know internet culture and, and people are really delving into yeah, what a croc represents I mean we're skimming the surface but I feel like in the future looking back at this will be interesting
0: croc has, an, has a meme is so spot on Because you look at all the collaborations they do, the way that people sort of remix and own it themselves.
2: Also from, from the utility, like you think of famous chefs, like TV chefs, wearing them for like function to the high bachelor like Balenciaga's high heel crop, It's like they have found a way to cover so many walks.
3: Well, that's the thing for me. That's really interesting about this is it has sustained. So you look back, um, you know, they went public in in two thousand six after their after their founding, and their stock price reached a high in twenty twenty, but it you know they're up fifteen hundred percent from from where they started. But then they 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 tapered off like every other stock did. Uh, You know, Peloton you know, went down all the stocks that you, 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 or all the companies you interacted with when you were kind of, uh, stuck in your house, they all went back, went back down, but Crocs, you know, picked up again. And part of it is because like the whole meme culture thing and and kind of finding your, um, your spotting culture Crocs has been able to do, like, we talk a lot about the idea of being adaptable as a brand and being surprising as a brand and Crocs have done both those things like any brand that can team up with Balenciaga and Honey Nut Cheerios, um, you know, is is saying something. In fact, to yes, it's nihilist, but it's also functional. It, Loro said it's also self care, kind of coming out of the 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 pandemic. It's like I, I'm I'm just gonna do what's comfortable, and I can kind of rock these, and they and and then you have inflation come along, and suddenly pennies are getting pinched, and these are forty bucks, or you know, uh, on flash sale, and and it's like they're literally for everyone. It's, it's literally kind of a mirror ball where you can just look at it and be like, okay, I, I can see myself in this. Maybe it's the, you know, it's the, the high end artist inspired version, or maybe it's just the, you know, your, your basic white ones with socks without, like, it's just kind of.
2: There's multiple, there's so many audiences. So many audiences. To. It caters to kids who can put the little gibbets in, um, and decorate them. But I, Yeah, I think the audience that I'm most intrigued by is the people who are wearing it, knowing that it's ugly just because it's like funny almost. It's like the mullet of shoes. There is a thing that we can discuss, which is especially with with Gen Z, it can take a couple of memes and plenty of Gen Zers to just be like, I believe. Like even if this is a joke, I'm still a believer and I'm gonna buy it in earnest because this is what's happening. And I need to be a part of it. I don't care if it's the ugliest or most impractical or too expensive or too something. I am a follower. And we live in a community now of internet things. I think we have a unique culture of consumption. Yeah. I don't care if this is funny, serious, yeah. cool, uncool. If lots of people are wearing it, I'm like, yeah. I've, got, I've got it. Yeah,
0: well, and I think that's the what we're saying the nice thing about it is like everyone's doing it. you can also make them your own but i also think there's an element
3: of it that's very expressive like i'll go back to pop collars pop collars was just a a signifier of i'm in preppy culture it's a seat of Mm -hmm. me being part of that culture right right? like Uh,
2: it was class yeah
3: a little bit of it was a little bit of class it's a little bit there's a lot of things wrapped up in that and it was narrower in terms of its expression versus crux like i'll give you an example um You can see, you know, Questlove on the red carpet in in Crocs, right? In an awards show. Um, That's kind of dialed up, comfortable. Like he's saying something by wearing them. There's your average eighth grader walking around with socks and Crocs because they, as you said, don't give a fuck and the world's burning and whatever, I'm going to do it comfortably. Um, There's, you know, the McDonald's stands that are like buying up the Hamburglar and Grimace Crocs, because they just love McDonald's and think it's hilarious that McDonald's made them, and so it's a part of collector culture. I'm gonna collect these, and it's part of what I do. Um, There's, I I saw on Instagram yesterday, this guy, he sits uh, courtside at the Lakers. He's He's almost like the Spike Lee of the Lakers, and his fits are crazy, and they're always, always with Crocs. Different color Crocs, sock crocs with socks crocs, jikes or no no gibbets it's mostly although yeah. i don't know i didn't look closely enough but it was like he was clearly expressing something he clearly didn't think he was ugly <laughs> no. he was dapper as all get out yeah. and looked great with
1: Croc- like it, it just made so much sense that they were there I mean, so I'm, me, anti give credit to crocs yeah, or like sort of uh navigating these this sort of trendy like moments and Mm -hmm. continuing to reinvent themselves in a way that is extending their 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 spotlight i i believe that that they're exceptional at that like like i I don't want to like take away from this sort of uh you know the the ability that they have to market themselves i think they've they've done exactly what you're supposed to do in these moments i guess it just in my head i don't see this phenomenon as being that unique you wonder if it's going to be a classic
3: you wonder if it's going to stick around in the way that, and, and I'm looking at um, Katie's shoes; she's wearing Converse. You think of like that came that came from the basketball world. It was co-opted by 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 the music world. It's been hand drawn on in countless you know schools and kind of accessorized and bedazzled and all that stuff. Like it is a mode of expression. It's super functional. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, there's a lot of analogies between Crocs and and um, and Converse in the sense of how they played with different kind of um, uh, kind of niches of culture and it stayed relevant over time to the point where they are the default in a lot of ways, like they are the shoe, like if you...
2: The non-conformist shoe that everyone has. I think it's interesting to me too with the timing of the pandemic and you would think that coming out of the pandemic there would almost be a renaissance of people wanting to like wear things that we thought so really good. And yeah, i would think it would be, maybe be more of a refined, we're in 20s, but instead Crocs stuck around because we came out of the pandemic being like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> but the earlier point though, it's become part of an ensemble of style. It's a look, and so Crocs are part of that look. Yeah. So it's not pure apathy, like as a wardrobe, but it's, it's a badge of part of, a, of an ensemble. It,
2: did the apathy of Gen Z who are currently youth culture define a fashion style that has now extended I, into celebrity.
0: I think that's more. What it, I think it's it, it's it's to me it's like a mirror of, of like punk rock where punk used to mean something and was different and then it kind of became mean kind of that. it's just that this had this weird renaissance thing instead of the Nirvana was the pandemic.
2: Punk rock. But also, Crocs are not alone in the uglification of fashion. Yeah. I mean, I I'm out not here be the it. least attractive jeans that anyone's ever seen every morning. I'm out here wearing jackets that are three sizes too big and weird buckets. hats. Like, it's all ugly.
1: It's so, do Crocs
0: get lucky or they, do they leave the truck? Oh,
2: Being part of it is what? Honestly, I do. You know,
0: it just happens to be that they were ugly to begin with. And that's fitting in with the bra.
2: And, and we're all ugly now.
1: And probably I mean, you seen like those cars that are like literally like shit brown colored now, like that weird way like, like, it's the new, t- like, like, that is the ugliest I have ever seen. Like that color is horrible, but like that was intentional. Like somebody is introducing ugly as fashion, as trendy. So, so that's, that, that in itself, it's evoking an emotion. I, I, I'm going back to that because I think that's an, important that when I walk by this car that I go, Jesus, why would you pick that color? Like, that's that was intentional. That's what they want you to, to to feel until it's normalized and you're like, you actually kind of like it.
2: I think the whole my, my whole premise is based on the subjective opinion that Crocs are so ugly, but also, who am I to say that? I mean, look what I'm wearing. Like, this is not high fab listeners, but she looks cute. <laughs> you know, like, that that's not part of my personal aesthetic, but like, Maybe a lot of people wouldn't wear cargo pants and platform. I don't
1: know, creativity. Which creativity in its sort of basis form kind of requires <laughs> the emotional component. Like, like you, when you create, when Jackson Pollock created that painting, the first one he did, and people were like, what the fuck is this? Like that, that was an emotional moment that people had over a piece of art that over time, to, to time for other people to sort of see past that initial immersion and go and see some value and and, and 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 actually find beauty in something that was once considered very ugly. I think that that's a normal sort of path of creativity. Creativity should make you uncomfortable. If you haven't already, please subscribe and stay
0: tuned for more. Thanks.